Hail you nostalgic cutie patooties. Because Rosie O'Donnell. Because Rosie O'Donnell's in the show. <laughs> Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of Beverly Hills 90210 from Fox to the CW. I'm Kendra Mickles, and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm your boy. <laughs> Sorry. I'm Nick Gunning. <laughs> oh, man. I'm Nick Gunning, and I've, and I've seen them all. <laughs> you can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website, RadioMeanwhile.com. Other shows on the network include Comic Book Coffee Break, where two friends sit back and take a deep dive into comic books past and present. Three Nice Things, where we force ourselves to say three nice things about a movie with a bad and often earned reputation. Radio 64, featuring video game, music remix radio, and previously on X-Men, where we look back at X-Men comics, movies, shows, characters, and more. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at HereWeGoPod, and please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. This week, we're discussing episodes 311, A Presumption of Innocence, and 312, Destiny Rides Again. Both of today's episodes were included in Mel Gildon's novelization, Senior Year. And Kendra, let me tell you, this novelization, by far, has diverged the most from the other things that happened. So I took some notes about specific places where it's different, because it's different in interesting ways. But anyway, West Beverly Blaze? Yeah, let's crack it. I'm an investigative reporter for the West Beverly Newspaper. These episodes originally aired October 21st and November 4th of 1992. On October 16th, Candyman premiered the horror movie mm-hmm. Candyman, which they oh, are, yes. are they remaking it or are they making a new addition to the series or they just I recently do, did? I think it's kind of like a reboot remake. Okay. I think, I think it's, it's the same guy though. It's the same actor. Right. Kendra, let me tell you, I was terrified by this movie as a child. I never watched it. I never watched. I've never it seen like, it either. <laughs> it, it was just like those naughty kids in class who would tell me things about it to scare me. And boy, mm. did it work. <laughs> boy, did it work. I feel that. So. I feel that. Yep. yep. Uh, on October 21st, Madonna published her first book called Sex, uh, mm. which is basically just a book of really sexual images in uh, like with her. So it was very wow. controversial. Okay. And even the Vatican like urged its people like do not read this book some people in the book are vanilla ice and naomi campbell posing with madonna in sexual ways see when when you have the vatican coming out and saying do not read this book you're really (laughs) just bolstering sales yeah i mean that's why the da vinci code is a thing to this day i feel like was the controversy so yeah bad move there yeah, but uh, a lot of booksellers were like, we're not selling this to people under 18. Yeah. So very controversial. Speaking of Madonna, she was in a movie with uh, one of our guest stars in today's episode. Both Madonna and Rosie O'Donnell starred together in A League of Their Own. Oh. And they're I've very good friends. I've never seen A League of Their Own. Very good friends in real life. You know, I've only seen it recently in the last couple of years. It's good, though. Yeah. I really like it. That's what I hear. Yeah. On October 23rd, Reservoir Dogs premiered. This is Quentin Tarantino, right? Yes. And it's been on my list forever because Tarantino's probably in my top five directors. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't think that I've ever seen a Tarantino film. That can't be true. It is true. I don't think You've never I've, seen no, Pulp Fiction? I haven't. You've never seen. Django? I think you're going to be disappointed Django by this Unchained? conversation. No, I haven't. You didn't see The, hate, the Hateful Eight? No. That's crazy. Sorry. I don't think you would like them. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't I think, think they're your jam, but that's a yeah. little crazy. Kill Bill? I haven't. No. 
Hmm. Well, this is one that I haven't seen. I also haven't seen Jackie something. You know what? Jackie Brown. He, Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. Yeah. You know what? He, he directed a, a, like a, a CSI. You remember the show CSI? He directed like a special CSI movie that aired on CBS. And I did watch that. And it was very good. But that's as close <laughs> as I've come, I think. Okay. Well, we'll give that to you. Okay. On October 24th, Shanae Grimes, Annie Wilson in the CW years turned three. Still a Aww. baby. On Such October 26th, <laughs> James Pickens Jr. turned 38. Mm. Uh, for our X-Men people, October 31st, the X-Men, the animated series premiered. In 92? Yep. Wow. Yeah. Exciting times. Yeah. Okay. So hop on over to previously on X-Men. And yeah. they, uh, I think they just finished the first season of the I animated believe you're series, right. So I believe you're right. You can listen to all those episodes over there. On November 3rd, Bill Clinton was elected president over George Bush Sr. Yes. A thing that has not happened very often where an incumbent loses. So that was a that was a big deal. Big deal. I Because Clint, Clinton just came out of nowhere. That's the thing. I mean, he was the governor of Arkansas. Bush Sr. was a pretty popular president, you know, just riding the coattails of Reagan. Mm-hmm. And then lost it. Crazy. It was crazy. Crazy. It was crazy. I do remember seeing Bill Clinton on TV a lot just because, like, mm-hmm. he was the president when I was yeah. growing up. So. Yeah. 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 November 4th, Jillian Zinsler, Ivy in the CW years, turned seven. Uh, we haven't checked in with the Billboard Top 100. So for these two weeks, End of the Road by Boys to Men was the top song. It is apparently from the movie Boomerang, which is a romantic oh. comedy starring Eddie Murphy, Halle Berry, David Allen Greer, Martin Lawrence, Grace Jones, and Chris Rock. Okay. I've never even heard of this movie. Oh, I know. I haven't seen the movie, but I mean, I love Eddie Murphy, so I, I imagine I'll get to this at some point. Okay, well, Eddie let, Murphy, let us know. who was robbed of an Academy Award for Dreamgirls, oh, I say. Oh, yeah, he was good. I think he I've only won. seen that movie once, but who beat him? Yeah. Who beat him? Do you remember? Oh, I don't remember who won that year, hmm. but I thought he was just great in it. And I feel like, you know, because he was Eddie Murphy, they just couldn't give it to him. But I really felt like he deserved it. That was Lame. a great performance. Yeah, I know. All right, Nick, take us beyond the zip code. I will. In addition to her on-screen work, Gabrielle Carteris, Andrea, uh, has an extensive resume of voice acting roles with credits on shows like Gargoyles, Johnny Bravo, and Batman Beyond, with standout credits like voicing Vicky Vale on Batman the Brave and the Bold and both voicing both Elektra and the Enchantress in the video game Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I didn't know any of that. It's funny because when you see Andrea, I wouldn't think, yeah, she should voice the Daredevil character Elektra. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, but, my husband no? is re-watching Gargoyles right now because it's on Disney+. Plus. Tell so. him to listen in for uh, Gabrielle Carteris. Yes, I will. I'll find we, out. Which, he just watched one with, uh, with Riker from Star Trek. What's his name? Oh, yes. Uh, yep. Jonathan Frakes. Jonathan sure. Frakes. Yeah. Was the yep. voice. I'm, I met Jonathan Frakes at a Star Trek convention when I was in college. Did and you my really? roommate actually. Yeah. And uh, my roommate took a Gargoyles card for him to sign. And Frakes loved it because like, ev- of course, everybody else was like, sign this Riker thing. Sign right. This Riker yeah. Thing. But Frakes <laughs> was like, oh, Gargoyles. I loved that show. So my roommate was very pleased to have, have made a, that connection. Do you have a picture with him? I didn't get a picture taken. No, he did answer like it was a Q and A, and I asked him a question about uh, oh. Star Trek Voyager, 
and he signed a, a Riker. It was, it's a next gen uh, comic book issue with Riker on the cover that he signed. Very cool. Oh, that's yeah, that's cool. I, I like to met, I like uh, to get George pictures Dickay. with people. Oh, that's cool too. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yep. Well, let's see who's living in Beverly Hills. Let's do it. Our synopsis for A Presumption of Innocence. When sexual misconduct allegations are leveled at Mr. Myers, Brandon and Andrea are at odds over who deserves the benefit of the doubt. Meanwhile, David and Donna grow concerned about the goings-on at the Scanlon house and work to get to the bottom of it. Brandon and Nikki hit some troubled water due to Nikki's passion for dance and Brandon's refusal to participate. His outright refusal. He shan't dance. He just won't. Today's episode was directed by Bethany Rooney and written by Karen Rosen. Recurring players Dana Barron and Mark Kiley returned as Nikki and Gil Myers. Jenny O'Hara makes her final appearance as the Scanlan matriarch Pam. The hot mess Scanlan patriarch. (laughs) Or matriarch, that is. Uh, Nicole Tom also making her final appearance here as Sue Scanlan, which I think is kind of a shame Mm. that we don't see Sue again after this. I think that would have been nice to, you know. But anyway... We have Cliff Bemis as Uncle Henry. Uh, oddly enough, it was Uncle Ernest in the novelization. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know why, but okay. uh, he had recurring roles on shows like Dallas and New Heart, and it just worked extensively throughout the 80s and 90s. Also in films like Naked Gun Two and a Half and The Odd Couple Two. Finally, we have Courtney Berea as Amy Scanlon, the younger Scanlon sister. She played the role of Dorothy Gale in the television film The Dreamer of Oz, and recurred as Allison Novak in the TV series Hunter. Hunter. Yep. All right. This is a dramatic one. Should we get into heavy, it? Heavy episode here. It Kendra. is. It is. We start at the Peach Pit, and it is Dylan's birthday. Hooray. Hooray. But he, he's not feeling too hot. He's coughing a lot. Um, but they have this really cute cake. It's like a surfing cake. Um, but he's he's very not feeling good. He's coughing. Um, Mr. Myers is there. Yeah. For some reason. I don't I know don't why think, he's invited to this birthday party. I don't think he was at the party. I think he was just getting takeout. Mm. I don't think he was like an invited guest. You think he was? I thought he was, but okay. yeah, I mean, the Peach Pit is a happening place. He could have just well, been there for food. For me, this is, I think, a bit of a continuity error because mm. we had the whole thing at the end of season two where Jim was threatening Dylan with charges of statutory rape. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. they're both minors... Even if Dylan's an emancipated minor, I don't think that he could be charged with statutory rape because he was still 17. Oh, I see what you're saying. He you know wasn't what I mean? Like, old, he wasn't old enough to be. Yes. Yeah. Like we thought at the time, well, Dylan must be 18, 18. Yeah. And Brenda mm-hmm. must be like just turning 17. And so technically, but no, they're both just children. So oh, Jim. that nonsensical plot point has become more <laughs> nonsensical. All right. Uh, Why does Dylan have a cough also? It's, I mean, nothing really. It's a whole. If you look at the description on Hulu, it says yeah. that he got a parasite or a bacteria while he was surfing, but that's not made very clear. It's not, and it's also not doesn't really have anything to do with anything. No, but a lo- a lot of time is given to it. We see yeah. a doctor's appointment. We see. I, I thought that was strange. I wondered if just like Luke Perry was sick or something, and they were like, I guess Dylan <laughs> has a. <laughs> A bacteria. I don't know. I don't know. But it was a strange. Every time we talked about it, I was like, what? In the Hulu so. synopsis, it's like in the actual synopsis that yeah. he got bacteria from surfing. Yeah. So anyway, Andrea accosts Mr. Myers and wants to know why she got a B plus. <laughs> um, he doesn't really want to talk about it, though, out in the 
you know, outside of school. Nikki yeah. is dancing. She loves to dance, as we're going to learn. And then yes. Sue and her boyfriend, friend yeah. who's a boy, <laughs> yeah. long-haired guy, walk yeah. in. Um, and she also goes up to Mr. Meyer and wants to know what she needs to do to get a good grade and asks uh, if she needs to take her clothes off to get a good right. grade. I know. Super awkward. Okay. Super inappropriate. Andrea is kind of watching the, all this happen, too. I'm just not satisfied with, like, Gil's response to that either. He doesn't, like, chastise her for saying that. And he just has his hands all over both Andrea and Sue. Oh, my word. He like, really does. way too much. Really, really it's does. It's crazy. He Ugh. does. So, yeah, Andrea is kind of watching this exchange happen. Um, but then she does walk away. But Sue says they, they kind of decide that she'll do an independent study with him. Yeah. To right. try and raise her grade. Yeah. So later on, Sue comes home and she's wiping off all the makeup and stuff. She's like four minutes late. Mm-hmm. But she passes uh, Scott's room. And her mom's in there, and her mom said because she's four minutes late, she's not allowed to go out for, like, the rest of the month. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's so crazy. Um, but she also you know, says I... – <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> oh, no. It's just it's just a production thing. The last time we were in Scott's room, there was – the window you see in the background was just v- uh, vibrant, bright, white light. Do you remember this? Oh, yes. It was uh-huh. like they were in a temporal nexus. <laughs> yeah. I, I checked today, like when, when we were watching this episode, and uh, there was very drapes very tightly secured around the window. <laughs> so, I mean, clearly wherever this set is, it's just like in some white soundstage somewhere. So I just thought it was really funny. <laughs> that is funny. But props to them for like, I mean, that was the same room we saw last time, you know? Yeah. Like it was the same place. We saw a picture of Scott. I was I kind of remembered that we saw Scott's mom again, but still I was kind of shocked that we did. Yeah, continuity. It's only, it's only her second appearance. She just makes two, but mm. and each episode is a real doozy. I know. But anyway. Uh, the, uh, Mrs. Galen says that their uncle is coming to stay and he's going to stay in Scott's room. Um, he was apparently Scott's favorite uncle, but this yes. really upsets Sue that she's yeah. going to let this uncle stay in the room. Yeah, not she's not downstairs in like the guest room, but she's gonna let her stay upstairs. Yeah, in Scott's room. Yeah, in Scott's room. Next scene is at the school office. I assume the next day, uh, Brenda and Donna are there to pick up something. I don't know what they're doing yeah, in I the office. Wait, is Brenda like an office assistant now? She's like getting the. She says something about the attendance. Yeah, I don't know. She's getting well, all these extracurriculars to put on her on her resume, I guess. Later, she she delivers that the note to Mr. Myers too. Yeah. So it seems like at some point they've decided Brenda helps out in the school office and just forgot. She's to tell taken us. over uh, from David as, as <laughs> vice principal. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, Sue is in the office, uh, presumably because she's in trouble or something, and Donna tries to reach out to her, and Sue is very, uh, what's the word? Standoffish? Combative? Yes. That's not the okay. word I'm thinking of, but all, okay. both those words work. Um, okay. And doesn't really want to talk to Donna. In the right. hall, Nikki says that, tells the gang that Brandon is going to come with her to a dance club. Yeah. They're all, they're all going to go to a dance club, I guess. Um, David says he can't wait to compare moves because mm-hmm. listeners, as you know, Brandon does not 
dance ever since that oh, one episode where he danced. You can't stop David from dancing, though. That's <laughs> no, the you thing. can't stop David so from hard. dancing. Yeah. This is the this is the first besides the uncle's name. This is the first major departure that the novelization has. So it's called Senior Year, and it encompasses these two uh, episodes in the next one. Structurally, everything is in a different place. And when we talked to Mel Gildan about this, he said he would often have to do that so you were following storylines more clearly rather mm-hmm. than cutting scene, scene, scene. Right. But this one is is significantly shuffled around. And there's an entire scene where Brandon and Nikki kind of have it out talking about this whole dance thing. And she really puts it on the line. And he eventually agrees to go to this dance club. Mm-hmm. But here we just jump right to Brandon has already agreed to do that. So it's like a cut scene that the novelization includes that's not in the episode. You know, this is a whole episode in Boy Meets World where yes. Angela and... Topanga want to go dancing so they yeah. keep going out with the waiters that they work with uh, but Sean and Corey don't want to go dancing don't want to dance it's a good episode well now we know where they got it yeah. I just thought that was interesting <laughs> because uh, it was sort of a it was a good Nikki Brandon scene to have in there I hmm. think because here we just jump right to it and then yeah. of course things progress but yeah. anyway yeah they're, they're going to a club then we have a cute little walk and talk with Brandon and Brenda walking arm in arm down arm the hallway arm. talking yeah. about dancing uh, and they run into Dylan who still has a really bad cough he looks awful too he has a cough yeah he I mean he just doesn't look healthy <laughs> no at all Okay, so then we're in Mr. Meyer's classroom, and Sue is in there. She's really upset because some other teacher is going to call her mom about something, and so she's venting about this to Mr. Meyer. Then she goes and shuts the door. So it's just the two of them in this room. She's now shut the door. Um, And she's talking about sometimes she thinks she would be better off dead. Mm Mm-hmm. And Mr. Myers is trying to make her feel better and is like, if you weren't around, you wouldn't know me, and I'm awesome, so... Then he grabs her face. He like cups her face. Yes. Not sorry, grabs is the wrong word. He yeah. gently cups her face. Yes. Tenderly. And says that she's special. And then Sue gives him a big hug. And they have yeah. this like moment of intense look between he, look, them. I'm I'm just gonna tell you right now, I'm dissatisfied with how this episode handles this because he's definitely given her the bedroom eyes. He is. He All is. the way. They are e- the flirty, flirty eyes. Everything about it. Like as soon as she shut the door, I don't think so. And I actually kind of have trouble picturing that. Uh, I don't know. Just having a teacher and student just alone in a room together, no. like after hours. As a, te- I'm not... as a teacher, let me tell you. Yeah. Rule number one: you keep doors open. You yeah. keep visibility. Yeah. It, when you're in a room with any amount of students, but especially yeah. if you only have one student in the room. Exactly doors open so yeah he's he's not making good decisions here at all no no. Mm -mm. so then we don't see what happens but we see in the hall sue runs out of the room she's crying Mm -hmm. and andrea is standing there and sees this happen yes so later on brenda oh actually i don't know it must be the next day brenda delivers a letter to mr meyer during class Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um from miss teasley the, yeah, think. the administration, I guess. I think it is. Do they not have phones? Why couldn't she call? Why couldn't Mr. Maybe they don't. Call? Maybe, Maybe they, they don't. Or like an announcement. Mr. Yeah. Myers, <laughs> please come to Mr. Teasley's yeah. office. <laughs> um, so he is visibly shaken by the note. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. then we cut to Brandon saying that he missed the rest of class and he missed the paper staff meeting. Um, and they're wondering what's going on there. David is going to come over to Brandon's house to teach him how to dance. 
Mm-hmm. And now Dylan has a fever. Yeah. His his sickness progresses. His, his swamp sickness is <laughs> really taking so over. So they decide that he decides he's going to go to the doctor finally. So yeah. now we're in the doctor's office. Yeah. The doctor gives him medication. And, and this some is where sass. And yeah, a little bit little, of sass. Little sass. Little sass. <laughs> and this is where she mentions that, like, oh, you've been surfing? There's so much bacteria in the water. Yeah. And that's all we hear of it. I know. She doesn't say you got a bacteria from the water. Right. She just is. And then she mentions like, oh, because it's really dirty. Yeah. Which leads to what happens, the results sure. of this later. It's just a strange plot point. I don't. It's very don't weird. Understand it, but, it's very yeah. weird. Yep. Back at school, Dylan and Brandon do have a little walk and talk. They are talking about Meyer has been out for days now. So this is days later. Yeah. Um, Brandon has his address. And yeah. he's going to go see him at his house. Yeah. Student yeah. going to a teacher's sure. house by himself. Absolutely. Yeah. Why not? Now, have we already have we already had the scene where Brenda's sort of explaining what's happening? To, this, like, they the, find right out. now. This is okay, cool. All as right. they're talking, Brenda walks up and says that Gil has been relieved of his duties for sexual yeah. misconduct. What's crazy to me in that scene is she's like, you know how, uh, you know how Mr. Myers likes to flirt with all the girls, and they're yeah. like, yeah, totally, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> yep, mm-hmm. that tracks. There was no like, hold on a minute. They were like, yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> I just yep. thought that was crazy. They were so chill about it. Yep, they were. But... The next scene is at Mr. Myers' house. Dylan drives Brandon there, and then just stares at the ocean. Yeah, while, through a fence. While Brandon goes inside. <laughs> Through a chain link fence. Because he's not allowed to go surfing until he's over completely yeah. over this sickness. Yeah, so he's just mooning over the ocean. <laughs> uh Myers alludes to not coming back and then finally says, like, I'm not like I'm not coming back. This yeah. this girl's mom, he doesn't say who it was, but he right. says the girl's mom says that she'll drop it if I just leave. Yeah. And so that's what he's gonna do. Brandon wants him to fight it, but he he says no, he's not gonna do that. Again, in the novelization, this scene is much more extended from the little, like, clip we get here. Mm. Um, the the scene with... I mean, we actually see Brandon go in his house, right? In the episode? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, they're but, talking, like, on his back porch. Okay. Yeah. The conversation they have in the book is is much, much longer. And I think it sets up Brandon's... In this, it's like you don't really have much of a reason for Brandon to be so on his side, you know? But, mm. but the novelization made that a lot more clear and gave Brandon, I think, some more concrete reasons to be as defensive about it as he is. So I kind of missed that when watching the episode. Mm. All right. Next scene is at school. Andrea talks to Sue about, oh, about what happened. <laughs> I couldn't read what I yeah. wrote. Uh, she talks to Sue about, hey, I saw you leave yeah. the classroom. Like, do you want to talk about it? Again, uh, Sue is very hostile about it, but Andrea won't relent. She says that, you know, she should do peer counseling and that. Um, and so they they just they eventually go talk about what happened. Mm-hmm. Andrea peer counsels her um, and she gets her to do it by bringing up that she once fell for a teacher and it didn't yeah. work out the way she thought it was going to. Right. Right. So, which you know what? I've got to say, the amount that the the Chris Suter storyline has brought up to me has kind of redeemed that storyline. It has because at the time, you and I both were very critical of it because it was like 
the first romance Andrea gets is this thing where she's like pathetic and mooning after this guy. And it mm-hmm. just seemed like kind of a weak moment for the character, but they've actually now like in retrospect built on that and used it to sort of propel her forward as a character. So yeah. I don't think that was always the intention, but I'm glad <laughs> that whoever is, is writing it at this point is mining what has happened to actually inform how the character is responding to things. So in retrospect, I think it was kind of a good development. Yeah, I think so too. Character wise, you know. Yeah. At the Walsh house, Andrea wants to talk to Brenda about Sue because Brenda was Sue's um, fresh uh, senior, senior buddy. Senior buddy. Yep. Brenda doesn't think that she's all innocent. Right. But she also says, you know, there's a lot going on at, at mm-hmm. that house as well. Mm-hmm. Brandon then walks in and thinks he he's like, I've found out who's accusing Mr. Meyer, but they both yeah. already know yeah. who it is. Yeah. Brandon, Not much of a revelation there. <laughs> Brandon is convinced that Sue is lying mm-hmm. about it. Andrea says that Brandon is blaming the victim and that the only reason he believes Mr. Meyer is because he's a guy. Mm-hmm. And she, Which Brandon kind of cops to. He's like, yeah, well, we have a lot in common. Yeah. And then know. he says... Um, what you and Sue have in common is beyond me mm-hmm. because he doesn't know the full extent of what happened. Right. Exactly. So I think then Andrea leaves. Yes. Oh yeah. So they're in like the entryway and Brenda, she still isn't sure about Sue. She doesn't really know mm-hmm. what to think, but mm-hmm. she knows that Sue isn't, uh, Sue's a bit of a mess right now. Yeah. Right. Then David's at the door. He's ready to teach Brandon how to dance. Yep. But Brandon makes a bunch of excuses and uh, sends David packing. Yeah. David says he wasted an excuse on Donna. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't in alibi. I don't know what that means. I don't know why he said that. I don't understand. Like he was. I don't either. Lying to Donna? Like he was lying to. I don't know. I don't get it. Well, maybe because it was supposed to be a secret. Maybe he had a good like maybe. I don't know. Maybe yeah. instead of telling, uh, maybe he used a lie he wanted to use another time. <laughs> you know? But it was kind of a weird, like, what? Oh, okay. That makes sense. Like, yeah. he didn't want to tell Donna that he was teaching Brandon because he didn't want right. to embarrass Brandon. Okay. Yes. And so he had a good I excuse see. for why I he see. wasn't there. Okay. But now he can't use that when he really wants to lie to her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's okay. charming. It's cute. <laughs> Uh, and after he leaves, Brenda is like, you have a really good looking girlfriend. She wants to go out and have fun. Like, yeah. don't blow it with Nikki. Yeah. yeah. Good advice. It is. At school, Mr. Myers is there. He's packing up all his stuff in, at the blaze. And Andrea mm-hmm. walks in. Yeah. And she pulls a Brandon here. Yeah. <laughs> she just is all in his face. I can't believe you exploited that girl and yeah. did all this stuff. Um. And she, she's just so ab- abrupt yeah. with him in this scene. I don't really blame. I mean, at this point, I don't really blame her because I think she's given given her past experience with a teacher like him. I understand why she sort of flew off the handle. At him. I get it. I get. And it. we should we should point out too that it's Saturday. That's why they're the only two there. Oh, it's Saturday. That's Gil right. went in when he didn't think anybody was going to be there, right. and she came in to do some paper thing, and they ran into each other. Right. She's Andrea says that. Kids don't just make this stuff up. Right. Like, she's not just making this up for no reason. Something happened, and he upset her. And Mr. Meyer says that he likes working with young people, 
And she says, maybe you like it too much. And he says, that may be true. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, what does that mean? I know, yeah. That's a weird thing to say. But then he goes into this story about how his first job, there was a girl who fell in love with him and he shut her down and she killed herself and like mentioned him in the note that it was because of him that she did that. And that has really... Um, affected him and so when Sue was mentioning things like that he didn't want to be the cause of another suicide Mm -hmm. Um, and so he was trying to let her down easy and then it just didn't didn't go well and so he said he's what sorry are you familiar with the play up the down staircase no Okay. Well, a similar thing happens with the with a student and a teacher and the the student gives the teacher a, a love letter and he totally fumbles the response to it and grades it like an English paper and like returns it to her as if he didn't understand. And then, you know, tragedy ensues. But there were just, there were a few parallels to that play. And with like him being an English teacher and everything, I sort of thought maybe they were going to make that connection, but they never did. So Hmm. that's all. Just, I was just curious. Hmm. Well, he says with everything she's got going on in her life, he's not going to come out and publicly call her a liar and, get into this whole drawn out thing he's just gonna leave so it's a little bit more noble i guess than what andrea originally thought though again he still didn't handle it quite right no no and the fact is whether whether he tried to kiss her whether he made a i mean that sort of feel like he did cross lines and by sort of i mean he definitely did cross lines you know what i mean so like he's not even though even though we're we're led to believe here that he didn't do what she's accusing him of, he's certainly not innocent. No. You know? And especially with the student that is very clear is going through turmoil. You know, he needs to be extra careful and he's not at all. Mm-mm. So I don't know. We I we have to talk about this in the rap, I guess, because okay. I have a lot of okay. feelings about all how right. this is handled. <laughs> Next scene is at the beach. Now Dylan and Mr. Meyer are just walking along the beach. They just yeah. hang together outside of school. I guess. Um, yeah. Dylan still can't surf. He's not uh, not cleared for surfing yet. And he's holding one of those plastic like soda six-pack rings. Yeah. And they're talking about the beach cleanup project and how the beach is dirty and they need to clean it up. And so this sets Dylan on his new thing is, is cleaning up the beach. Mm-hmm. And this then must Mr. have just been a topical thing that was being discussed yeah. at the time, and they wanted to put it in there. It must have. But then Myers brings up that maybe it was his fault with everything that happened with Sue, and they talk yeah. about it, which is not very appropriate for him to no. talk with Dylan about this. No, definitely not. But does this guy not have peers? You know what I mean? Does he not have friends? Is it just like him and a bunch of teenagers? Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's sort of how it seems. So Yeah. Uh, all right. Next is at the dance club. Brandon lets Nikki go off and dance with some other guys, and Every she, other guy. yeah, pretty much. I mean, she's out there dancing, having fun. She's dancing with lots of guys, and finally, she asks the other people who came, which was like Steve, who else came? Donna. Steve, David, Donna. Donna. There. Yeah. Um, like, what's Brandon's problem? And they're like, he doesn't dance. So yeah. she grabs Steve and starts yeah. dancing all up on Steve to try and make Brandon jealous. It's a really when she when she grabs Steve, his face is so funny. Yeah. It's a funny it's a funny take <laughs> where like he's a, like, away we go. <laughs> funny. But boy, she does not hold back. No, 
she no, she doesn't. And it, she succeeds in making Brandon jealous. He she does. He finally walks up to her and is like, "Can we? Can you cool it? Can we yeah. cut this out?" <laughs> it's funny because I, at this point, I had I was ahead in the novel. Like I was reading the novel a little before I got to this part in the episode, and the novelization describes their dancing as like almost like just having sex on the dance floor. And I was like, well, that's pretty extreme. And then I saw the episode and I was like, no, well, someone's going to be that out there. So, yeah. be careful. <laughs> so Brandon <laughs> gets was, really, was, no one's holding back. <laughs> no, definitely not. Brandon gets really upset. They have a little bit of a fight. Steve is like, tells him yeah. to cool down, but he, he just leaves and he's like, Steve, you can take her home. And he leaves. And then he's out. Yep. Up on Brandon. At school the next day, Sue is waiting for Andrea and invites her to come to dinner at her house. Steve asks if Brandon and Nikki made up, and Brandon's like, I'm not sure if you and I have made up. (laughs) I loved that line. That was a good one. But Brandon does go up to Nikki and apologize. Nikki Mm -hmm. says in a relationship, there's some things you can live with and some you can't. And she suggests that they do a private dance lesson, just the two of them. And uh, if he doesn't have any rhythm, then she'll drop it. Yeah. I fully don't understand this. He can't just go out on the floor and just like side to side. You know what I mean? Like he just can't. He's stubborn. He doesn't have to be doing like, you know, David wannabe vanilla ice break. <laughs> and no one moves. wants that. <laughs> no, no one wants it. He could just go out there and just shuffle. Just do a little shuffle stuff. Just get his shoulders in, but he won't. <laughs> Dylan and Brenda are talking. Dylan has lost some weight during this illness. He's lost like five pounds or something. Yeah. He also says that he's really excited to vote about this beach cleanup um, bill. What is it? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, But he just has to go register to vote. Cut to. Mm -hmm. They're coming out of the post office. Big bummer. He had to register 30 days before the vote. And uh, he doesn't have enough time to do that. And Brenda suggests that they do a little kissing, but he's still contagious. Mm-hmm. So they're not allowed to kiss. Andrea comes over to the Scanlon house for dinner, and she's brought some sort of food with her. I can't remember what it was. Sue comes out and tries to get her to leave. Mm-hmm. She's like, this was a mistake. I shouldn't have invited you. But then uh, Mrs. Mom- Scanlon comes out yeah. and is like, oh, you're here. Time for dinner. Andrea is introduced to the uncle, Uncle Henry, Henry who is visiting from Montana, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Okay, <laughs> where Scott had where Scott yeah. had been, where he got his ten gallon hat. Yes, and his gun, and his fireworks. Yes, yeah, and, his gun, yeah. um, and they talk a little bit about the with the uncle, just about Andrea and the paper and stuff. The uncle says he used to be on a paper, but he used to make up all the stories. Sue yeah. is very. She doesn't really want to be there talking no. in this conversation. At well, they all. try to go upstairs. They try to go upstairs. Oh, and yes. mom's like, oh, no, you're not going anywhere. Yep. It's, just, it's a weird vibe it in is. the Scanlon house. It is weird. Next scene is at the Walsh house. Uh, Nikki's trying to get Brandon to dance. She, like, turns around so she's not looking at him. Yeah. It, Brandon's not dancing. But then no. the music changes. He wants to slow dance. Mm-hmm. And he asks if she's ever danced the Brandon Waltz which I guess is laying down on the bed and making out because that's what they do. In the in the book, he says the uh, the Minnesota Mambo, which I think is funnier. <laughs> is I think funny. it's funnier than the Brandon Waltz. Yeah. 
That is. That's funny. Anyway. Back at the Scanlon house, they're having dinner. It's just, I don't know where the other siblings are, but it's just Sue, Miss Scanlon, Uncle Henry, and Andrea. Mm -hmm. And the mom. And it's, I think they've just finished eating, and Miss Scanlon suggests that they watch some home videos. Yeah. Very awkward. It is I would so not awkward. want to watch home videos at someone no. else's house like that. I don't want to watch my own home videos. Yeah. Sue so. Sue gets very upset. She's like, we don't want to do that. Like, she starts getting yeah, upset. She's like, Scott's dead. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Then Uncle Henry starts pressing her for information about Mr. Meyer and what happened. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. like, you, we didn't hear the whole story. And uh, what did you do to make him think that he could do right. that? Yeah, his whole point is you you must have started this, you know. Yeah. And then he says that she brought it up. And she's like, well, if you started it, then you have to finish. It's just very uncomfortable. It's from very start to uncomfortable. So then finally, Sue admits. She says yeah. that she was trying to seduce Mr. Meyer and that she tried to kiss him, but that he pushed her away. Yeah. And then she leaves the table. Poor Andrea having to yeah, oh, yeah. be there for that. Awful. Yeah. Ugh, awful. So at school the next day, Mr. Meyer's back. Just like yep. that. Just like He's that. He's cleared of all charges. Yep. And Andrea tells Brandon that she's glad that she was wrong. Yeah. Uh, that. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Kelly. I, I <laughs> Kelly asks Dylan if he's done being sick. Because they're in there too. They're not part of the paper, but they're in. Right. They're in there yeah. for this celebration. Who knows? I don't know. And they have a little. Hey, we're friends. Kelly is pushing it. She is. All of her scenes with Dylan. There's just. I don't know. I thought she was doing like the noble thing, but it seems like lately she's been more like. It's hey, the, fl- the flirty thing. That's look what at she's my moose hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Andrea apologizes to Mr. Meyer, and Mr. Meyer says he accepts it and says that he really wants Andrea to help Sue if she can. So Sue goes back to the Scanlon house, but Mrs. Scanlon won't let her come in, won't let her see Sue. So then Andrea goes to Brenda to kind of figure out what can they do to help. Brenda doesn't think she's going to be allowed in the house either. So then they go to the Peach Pit and ask Donna if her and David would go over there to see what's going on because David has the connection and she's dating him. So that's what they do. They go over to the house. They bring... Well, maybe they don't bring anything. I forget. But Mrs. Galen is thrilled to see them. Yes. Oh, yes. Thrilled. And (laughs) David says, anytime Mrs. Galen is thrilled, it's a bad sign. Right. <laughs> uh, but True every enough. everyone is super excited to see David. They're having a cookout. Yeah. Like they have friends over and stuff. And Sue says that she's pulling Sue out of school. Sue's mom says. Yeah, Pam. Mm-hmm. Yes, Pam is pulling Sue out of school because they're going to move to yeah. Oklahoma. Oh, okay. yeah. Yep. So she convinces Donna and David to stay for this barbecue. So they do. Donna again tries to talk to Sue. Sue says she's fine. Everything's fine. There's nothing wrong. Yeah, there. the Donna-Sue thing, it started, you know, last it was the last episode where Sue was making a lot of passes at David and they sort of had it out. Yeah. In the beginning of this episode, Donna's like, let's just forget that and you know, just be friends or whatever. So that's, it's their relationship, I feel like, is sort of thawed over this episode to the point where Donna, I feel like, has her in a good place where she feels 
comfortable to maybe open up a little bit more. Yeah. So then Donna and David are eating and they, Donna's like, oh, who's that? And they say that Donna, sorry, David says that, that who the uncle is and that it was apparently Scott's favorite uncle. But the last time they visited him, something happened and he called him a jerk and wasn't his favorite uncle anymore. But they right. don't, he doesn't know what happened to yeah. with that relationship. Then we see Sue tries to get her sister to come away from Uncle Henry to, like, pick up her toys or something. Uncle Henry stops her, like, grabs the other, grabs the sister and is mm-hmm. tells Sue, like, you're not Your in charge. Not here, I'm in yeah, charge. I'm in charge. You're not in charge. Ugh, it's very, yeah. yeah. Gross. Yeah. So then Sue goes inside and Donna follows her and tries again to talk to her brings up what Andrea said, which she wasn't there when Andrea said this, but that this stuff doesn't come from nowhere. Yeah. Sue then says that she says, if you want to know what happened, there was kissing, there was touching. He wouldn't let her go. And then he, she says, well, why did it you, why did you say Mr. Meyer didn't do it if he did? And she says, it wasn't Mr. Meyer. It was her uncle. Yeah. That's doing all this stuff to her, which is awful. Yeah. And then they immediately go back outside and tell Pam. Yeah. In front of everyone. But you don't see you don't get to see it. That's I wanted to like I I wanted to see it. You know I did want to see it. She's just like, I have something to tell you, and then it cuts. Yeah, and it's sort of it's it's uh, focused on the mother's face and it kind of zooms out and focuses on the uncle's face because he realizes like what's coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but okay. you don't see it. You don't see any interaction. I know. You don't I do really wish see. We had seen. I think you know just because of like the whole Scott arc and how that ended, and then we've had Sue for four episodes now to not see any sort of resolution on that, like any any kind of happy ending for these like tragic characters. I thought was sort of, I don't know. I I missed it. You know, I would. I'm glad liked her to mom believed it. her because. Me too. I could yeah. I could see a whole thing where she like didn't believe her, so yeah, I'm glad she me did. Too. But yeah, we In- cut to the peach pit, and everyone's like, "Yeah, so she was being abused by her uncle." I know it's a yeah. very like lighthearted ending. It's a weird cut. It really is. In the book too, Donna Donna leaves before Sue says anything. She's like, "Okay, well, make sure you tell your mom." Bye. Oh, it's very strange. It's, I feel like they just weren't sure how to like bring this to a close. Yeah. You know. And I, I think it, it struggles in both formats because of that. Yeah. So, yeah, they're kind of discussing what happened. Yeah. Uh, Dylan is not contagious anymore, so he and Brenda do some kissing. Yeah. And Dylan's like, oh, Donna, you can't vote because you didn't register in time. And she's like, actually, I registered months ago. And she's mm-hmm. very excited to vote in her first election. That's right. The rest of them cannot vote. Right. So I guess Donna and Dylan are the oldest in, mm-hmm. the, in the group. And so then Dylan starts talking to her about the Coastal Waters Initiative so that she can vote for mm-hmm. it since she gets to vote. Brandon gets his paycheck and he and Nikki are off to dance. He's... Brandon wearing like a full Miami Vice oh, outfit, yes. like a double-breasted suit, no tie, just a shirt. <laughs> like uh, a t-shirt. Oh, the gang awesome. is like, hey, I thought you didn't dance. And he says... Dancing makes Nikki feel romantic. Romantic, yes. And so he's going to give it a shot. And then as he leaves, he says, good nighty. Yeah. <laughs> it was a really funny exit. Yes. And that's the episode. Okay. 
Well, obviously, the 90210 snap we would share here. Yes. Uh, the, the revelation yes. at the end here. Definitely. Um, well, I mean, how do you feel about this episode? Do you think it holds up? I feel like the topic is a real topic. Yeah. But I feel like in real life, Mr. Meyer would still be in trouble. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, he shouldn't have done so many things. Right. So. And rightfully so. I mean, he... he... The, what frustrates me about it is that I feel like it's kind of it's kind of a dangerous message, I think, to put out there because, yes, Andrea makes a big deal about how, like, you know, false accusations are not really a thing. And this is not just coming from nowhere. And then the resolution of the episode is like, but this was a false accusation. So good night, everyone. I do not think this episode would fly. Now. Oh, no. no. Now. There's no way no. people would be like very upset about yeah. how he treats his students. Yeah. And the- I think the thing is with with Sue, there's a reason why she said it was Mr. Myers and not one of the other many teachers that she has. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like because it was he believable. Is being, he is being inappropriate with her, you yeah. know, and whether whether she's again it all comes back to like power dynamics, you know, whether she is like flirting with him or not is irrelevant. The fact right. that he's like yes. receptive to it and participating in it makes him the villain of this story. Yes. Agreed. You know, so I just feel like there should have been some continued investigation into Mr. Myers. And I think they should have made a point of like, while she exaggerated about what happened, she still brought up a really valid concern with this teacher, you know, and I I just feel like to not have that is kind of irresponsible. I agree. I agree. Also, I found it confusing that the uncle was the one who made her admit that it wasn't Mr. Meyer because wasn't it in his favor for her to blame someone else? It was. Yes, it was clumsy. I think the point that he was trying to make, because he kept focusing on, you know, well, if you were the one who started it and it really like putting the blame on her. He was trying to blame her. I get yeah, that. He was to I just think her. I just think. I don't know. I think the bl- the spotlight wasn't on him and he then took it off the other person it was on. True. I don't think it was a smart move on his part. I'm, I mean, it's good that he did it. Well, made listen, her admit yes, that. Yes, but... yes and no, it wasn't a smart move on his part because you're right. Then then it sort of brings like, well, what really happened here? But it would also set a precedent for her making a false That's accusation. True. That's true. You know, so I feel like maybe that was kind of what he was going for. But yeah. Regardless, I mean, he's a disgusting character, but I just feel like this episode just does not go far enough to flesh out I agree. everything that was at play here. And by just reinstating Mr. Myers and not having any blowback to the way he behaves and not addressing the fact that, like, just because there were other factors at play here, false accusations are just not really a thing. You know right. what I mean? It's yeah. just not good to get in the habit of there was enough there that she yeah. was able to make an accusation yeah. and he and I... can't refute the stuff that happened so. yeah and i really feel like if, if you're going to make this point you have a responsibility to at the tail end of this come out and say look the fact is you still believe the victim you know like yes. they're the ones in all situations who get the benefit of the doubt and they not doing that i think you're right would never fly today and i think it makes the episode I don't know. I wouldn't watch not... it again. No. And not, I mean, no. it doesn't It doesn't really move ahead any important character no. plots or anything. I mean, the whole Dylan being sick thing doesn't matter. And yeah. so 
I yeah. I think it's skippable. I agree. Well, maybe the next one will be better. All right, here we go. Episode 12, Destiny Rides Again. Our synopsis is, it's kismet when Brenda comes face to face with her Paris fling Rick while in a video store. Meanwhile, Dylan, accused of cheating on his SATs, confesses his summer fling to Brenda while leaving out a vital piece of information. Elsewhere, Steve's lousy SAT scores spur him to rope his freshman buddy Herbert into a scam to change his grades. Donna and David consider taking the next step in their relationship and, oddly enough, are put on the spot by none other than Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> she My shoots word. a koosh ball right at them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This episode was directed by Christopher Hibbler and written by Steve Wasserman and Jessica Klein. Recurring characters Dana Barron, Angela Gillespie, Corey Tyler, and Dean Kane return as Nikki, Jackie Taylor, Herbert, and Rick. Gregory Itzen appears as Father Chris. This is his only appearance on 90210, but he is one of the most prolific TV actors there is. Did you recognize this actor? Who? N- the, no, the priest. I didn't. He is everywhere. <laughs> uh, credits dating back to Mork and Mindy and Charlie's Angels. Uh, many appearances across multiple Star Trek franchises. He was on Lois and Clark. Um, he did long-running uh, guest spots on shows like Covert Affairs and The Mentalist. And his standout role is probably that of Charles Logan on 24. Who wasn't on Lois and Clark? I feel like every week someone was on Lois and Clark. You're right. And honestly, others from the previous episode were on Lois and Clark, and I didn't mention it. So <laughs> everyone at this time. It was like the Law and Order, I guess, of 1992. Uh, and finally, we have none other than Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, star of uh, stage and screen, Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, my favorite Rosie O'Donnell credits include the movie Another Stakeout with Emilio Estevez and Richard Dreyfuss, The Flintstones, and Harriet the Spy. Plus, she was in movies like Sleepless in Seattle and, as we mentioned earlier, A League of Their Own, and was on the the host of The Rosie O'Donnell Show, which aired from 1996 to 2002. Were you a fan of The Rosie O'Donnell Show? I was not allowed to watch a lot of Rosie O'Donnell stuff. Really? Yeah, I interesting. In fact, I have a vivid memory of watching Harriet the Spy on TV and I was loving it. Oh, and yeah. my mom made me turn it off. I can't even remember. I don't think it was Rosie O'Donnell was the reason. Something okay. happened in the movie. I really don't know what it was, but she made me turn it off and I was so upset. That's I a was good movie. mad about it for days yeah. that I, she wouldn't I, let me watch that movie. I loved the Rosie O'Donnell show. It was on, I think when I was a kid, it was on at four o'clock. So it was like right when I got home from school and I watched it like every day. I loved Hmm. it. It was so fun. No. And she would, she would call everybody. I was never allowed to watch it. Cutie patooties and shoot koosh balls into the audience and, you know, talk Hmm. about Tom Cruise and Broadway. That's why I don't get all the jokes you're making about Rosie O'Donnell. I guess so. (laughs) I guess so. Well. All right. Let's get into the episode. Okay. We started at the video store, and I was just talking with Eric about, like, oh, don't you miss going to the video store, browsing, picking out some videos? I do. I miss it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's Donna, David, Brenda, and Kelly are at the video Mm -hmm. store. Yeah. Donna is trying to find something. She suggests Father of the Bride, which she's watched a million times. Kelly says she's going to go look in the how-tos, and when they ask her how to what, she says, wouldn't you like to know? Mm-hmm. Saucy. David is in the adult section, the triple X section. Yeah. Just very openly, like yeah. looking at porn. Yeah. There's no like curtain. Usually there's like a curtain that you're not allowed I, to cross. I don't know. I'm sections. not an expert. So whatever. <laughs> whatever you say. <laughs> um, so Donna goes over there and 
they have like a little a weird little flirty thing yeah where don yeah is it donna who's or david says you want to have fun with me yeah, i don't know yeah. it's weird but then they run into her priest <laughs> yeah father chris and it's really embarrassing. Ooh, you know what? I got to say, I really like the way that, that Father Chris is pr- portrayed throughout this whole episode. Yeah. It is not what I expected at all. He's chill. He is chill. And he's not like, oh, should you be over here or anything like that? He just has a nice conversation with her and says, hey, you should come back to church sometime. Yeah. Slugger. You know, it was just really <laughs> nice. I liked it. Yeah. And she says, yeah, she'll she'll come into church sometime soon. So then Brenda, they're they're all walking around, and Brenda looks up, and who should she see, Nick? Rick. Rick. Dean Kane. He's back, yeah. baby. He's writing a video. Can I just say that neither one of them is appropriately shocked enough at seeing each other? No. They, should... they run into each other like they do live in the same town. <laughs> they're like, oh, hey, hey. Not that, it's like, you. he saw her in Paris, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so she at first she tries to hide, but they're like, you're like, he's going to see you, which yeah. I think she could have hid. I mean, he oh, was, I think she he was checking out. She yeah. could have hid until he left. She but she goes off to him and she's back in her French accent. Her, oh, my gosh. Her French. Accent. It was worse this time. It was worse. So it, occasionally it was like cockney. She was like Beverly Hills. <laughs> Hey, right. Going to Beverly Hills, Rick. It was so bad. So he says he they're surprised to see each other, but he transferred to UCLA Mm -hmm. and he says he wants to give her a tour of LA because she gave him a tour of Paris. He also says it's Kismet. That's his favorite it's his favorite word. It is his favorite word. And then she says that she's visiting her aunt and uncle, Jim and Cindy Walsh. Like, she gives their actual names. Yeah. Why would she do that? I don't know. She wants to be found. That's why. I think so. I think so. She wants to be found. At the Walsh home, Brandon is uh, picking on Brenda for only increasing her score 20 points in the SAT, even though she took that expensive course. Yeah. Then Brenda gets a phone call, and it's Rick. Yeah. And she talks to him with her accent on the phone in front of her whole family, and they're yeah. very confused. Then she hangs up and tries to leave the room, and they're like, uh, can you explain what yeah, you're wh- doing? What exactly was that about? Yeah. Um, but she says, don't worry, guys. I've got this under control. I met a guy. He thinks I'm French. It's fine. I thought that uh, Jim and Brandon had a funny little, like, they were a funny little comedy duo there. Yeah. They're like, what? What are we doing? <laughs> Yeah, it was funny. At Kelly's house, Kelly is painting her room black. Yeah. She sees a red door and she wants to paint it black. Yeah. (laughs) Jackie wonders what is wrong with her. And Kelly says that she doesn't have anybody. Everybody has somebody but her. And that she always falls in love with the wrong people. Yep. Yep. That makes her sad. They're talking about this and then the baby starts crying. So Jackie leaves because Jackie has a baby. And Kelly yeah. has no one. So yeah. poor, poor Kelly. At Donna's house, David and Donna are kissing on uh, on his on her bed. Yeah. Her parents are away. Just out of town. They're just and out of town. Just... So they're by, by themselves. Yeah. And David wants to go all the way. Yeah. He says he can't wait until marriage. Right. And I was like, David, you pawn scum. You better not yeah. pressure Donna into having sex with you. Yeah. Uh. She she doesn't give in though. She's but he's like, it's gonna be like ten more years. 
till marriage. Like, I can't wait till then. Yeah. And then he he leaves because he's like, I can't mm-hmm. be in here if we're not going to do anything. I've got to get mm-hmm. out of this room. The next this, day. Uh, this oh, differs ahead. really significantly from what happens in the novel. But I can't tell you that without giving away a plot point that's coming up later oh. in the episode. So just don't let me forget. Okay. Because it's a big it's a big change. Okay. At school, Donna says her SAT score went up 80 points. Wow. So that worked for her. Yeah, it did. Dylan still hasn't gotten his scores. He thinks because he took them at a, out, out of town at a different yeah. school. Yeah. Steve did not do well Mm-mm. on his SATs. No, he sir. really bit it is what he Didn't says. Didn't do a good job. Yep. And he's really uh he's really upset about his grades and his SAT. He's he's uh he thinks he's not going to get into is it USC he wants to go to? Whatever school he's trying to get into. Yeah. I can't remember. He thinks he's never going to get in now. Um, But he sees Herbert and he gets an idea. Mm -hmm. He starts a scheming. Yep. He starts talking to Herbert uh, about, you're a hacker and I bet you couldn't hack into the grades at the school and Mm -hmm. trying to get Herbert into this idea to hack into the, this isn't how grades work as a teacher. Let me tell Mm -hmm. you, you can't just hack in and change grades. Right. It's not how it works. But anyway, um, Herbert says they would have to be like on a school computer and they would have to like get in when no one's there. Right. Uh, and Steve says, I have a key. So it yeah. looks like he did purchase a key from old janitor gross McGross nudge, pants. Nudge, hudge, yeah. something like that. Yep. Gross pants. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at the blaze, all I wrote is Andrea's on the phone with like an ad person. And mm-hmm. Brandon leaves. Oh, he <laughs> he he's cutting out early, and he asks if if Andrea right. wants mm-hmm. a ride, and she yeah. says no, she's gonna walk. Right. Which she usually takes the bus. Isn't it pretty far? Oh no, I, yeah. but she well, lives no, in town gra- now. Yeah, Grandma she lives Rose. in town. Grandma Rose's yes, apartment. Yeah, I yeah, forgot. Yeah. So she's yeah. walking home. She's crossing yeah. the street, and she gets hit by a car. Yeah, just plowed by a car. Yep. And it was so surprising to me. Like I, know. I was like. Whoa! And Didn't Eric, I tell you? Eric from the other room was like, "What?" And I was like, "Andre just got hit by a car," and he yeah. was like, "She what?" <laughs> it was pretty crazy. Yeah. I was not expecting it. Would you like to hear a behind-the-scenes little tidbit here? I would. Yes. Gabrielle Carteris had to have surgery on both of her feet, <gasps> and asked that they write it into the show, and so that's why. Really? Got, yeah, that's why uh, she got hit by a car on her feet. Yeah. What for? I feel like it was something like bunions or something, like crazy bunions. But yeah, she had to have surgery on both of her feet. And so it was either like write her out of the show. Okay, well, that makes sense why in the next scene, we see her in the hospital. She's got casts on broke her. She's broken both of her legs. Yeah, yeah. So both her legs are in casts. You're looking at legit casts. Yeah. Here. That's yeah. crazy. I know, right? Um, and her face is all bruised. Brandon yeah. comes to visit her with flowers, and she tells Brandon what happened. The police say that she's really lucky uh, to be alive, and she asks Brandon to stay a while. Mm-hmm. He does. Okay. So here, here's the major divergence in the okay. novel. Okay? Okay. So Donna and David are making out at her house, mm-hmm. and she, you know, they have their little conversation, and then he starts to go, and she stops him and it says, you know what? I'm ready. Let's do this. <gasps> no. Let's do this. Yeah. So she like pulls him back down to the bed and they, you know, start heading in that direction. And uh, the phone rings 
and David's like, don't answer it. Don't answer it. Let's let's do this. And she's like, uh, and then finally she's like, no, I have to get the phone. She picks it up. It's Kelly calling to tell her that Andrea was in an accident. Wow. And so, yeah, so they leave. That's how they get interrupted. Like Donna was fully going to do it. Lame. They leave. I know. Go to the go to the hospital. Brandon and Nikki are there together and a bunch of other people are there, too. So we don't get like this nice Brandon Andrea scene. Um, and it really significantly changes like Donna's attitude yeah. about this. So I was surprised like when I was reading that, that I was like, surprising. oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at school the next day, Steve is still trying to convince Herbert to change his grades. He tells him to break out of his wimp mold. <laughs> <laughs> and then Herbert relents. And so they have this scene where Steve is calling the school to get a password. Yeah. And they actually Herbert, give Herbert's him like, a I, password over the phone. Herbert's like, I can do it. All we need is the password. And I'm like, well, yeah, okay, then I'm a hacker too. You know, <laughs> like, what does that even mean? Great. Um, yeah, so they pretend to be a computer company and they, they actually give them the password. Cybersecurity people, you don't give Look, out passwords over the phone. 1992, I believe it. Steve I wouldn't is, believe it today, but 92 okay. maybe. I, yes, maybe. that's true. Steve is very excited and he runs away like a crazy person. Do you yeah. remember this? He's like, yeah. as he yeah. runs away. <laughs> oh my gosh. At lunch, Nikki asks about Andrea and how she's doing. Yeah. And she also says that she has tickets to a benefit hosted by Rosie O'Donnell. And they invite David and Donna to come with them. Yeah. Brandon in says the, that he better in the drive. novel. In the novel, it's still Rosie O'Donnell, which was even more weird in the novel for it to not just be like they went to a benefit. It's like Rosie O'Donnell is a character in this novel, which is very strange. <laughs> that was part but, of her contract. Yes. Anyway, she you were saying about included. Brandon. Yeah, so yeah. Brandon says, uh, I better drive since David doesn't have his license. And David says he does have his license. Oh. And they're like, oh, look at yeah. you. <laughs> at home, I don't know who's home. Brenda's home, the Walsh home. Dylan shows up. Yes, it is. The Walsh home. Dylan shows mm. up while Brenda is on the phone with Rick. So oh, she quickly has to say goodbye to him. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. And they have plans to see each other on that Saturday or something. Yeah. Oh, hey, Brenda. Um, why did I write? Oh, <laughs> man, I can't decipher my notes today. Dylan has news that he got his SAT scores, but they think that he is cheating because yeah. his score went up 300 points. Yeah. Jim suggests that he take the test again. Which is crazy. I don't it understand. Is crazy. Everybody is like, just retake the SATs. I it's mean, nothing. The, it's crazy I that mean, nobody his, is really his, on his side. He even says like his score went up because he left halfway through. Yeah. Do you remember that episode? That was Brenda. I think it was when Brenda was having her like cancer scare. And he found out that she was in the hospital and he leaves the SATs to oh, go be with Brenda. Oh, yes. And this time so he it wasn't would makes, going. It makes perfect sense that his score would have gone up. Yeah. Anyway, but he said, Dylan says no. He says he's innocent. He's not going to take the test again. Yep. At the hospital, Nikki, Brandon, Donna, and David are all visiting, and they all signed her cast, mm -hmm. which is pretty her cute. real cast. Yeah, her so cute. Uh, at the benefit for, it's a benefit for AIDS. And Rosie O'Donnell is there talking about teenagers having sex. It is so such weird. A weird this, scene. <laughs> this telethon is so weird because like she's not being funny or like no. doing any like 
Rosie O'Donnell-esque things. She's no. just like a cardboard cutout of Rosie O'Donnell being like, you had sex. And I don't know. It's just, it doesn't make a drop of sense. No. So she decides she's going to ask the audience about their first time. So she zeroes in on the teenagers in the front row. Yeah. And asks Brandon and Nikki if they have had sex, which they both say yes. Yeah. But they say they haven't done it with each other. Which is a little surprising to me. Given it some is. Of the it is a little up, surprising. But... Yeah. Okay. Donna says that she is a virgin. Yeah. And then they talk about that on live TV yeah. that her and uh, David haven't had sex yet. Yeah. It's David's very like, strange. oh, I, all, I know all about her virginity is what David said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's the that's the whole episode. Or yeah. not the whole episode. That's the whole thing. Scene. Yeah. Yeah. Telethon. Yeah. Whatever. At Dylan's house, they're watching this benefit on TV, and Dylan can't believe they're talking about their sex lives on TV, right. which yeah. we all can't believe. Which is kind of a fun callback to the last time they were going to talk about sex things, and Brenda wanted to talk about hers, yes. and Dylan was like, no way, it's private. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's consistent. He is. He's nothing if not consistent. <laughs> Brenda brings up the SATs again and how Dylan should take it again. Um, she says that Dylan has always been honest. And mm. this gets Dylan thinking. He's like, well. He's like, actually. <laughs> always is such a strong word. <laughs> and he admits that there was a girl over the summer while she was gone. Yeah. He had a fling with someone. Yeah. Brenda is extremely upset. And yeah. he's like, hey, but you had a guy. And she's yeah. like, but I told you. Yeah. Like, you didn't tell me. Then she wants to know who it was, and he won't tell her. He's like, would it matter? Yeah. <laughs> well, in this Does case, it, it even most, matter? It most certainly would. The funny thing is, like, she says, how could this happen? And he's like, well, you know very well how this could have happened, you know. And, like, while that is a good point, she did come clean with him right away. And he is, like, hidden this from her for yeah. months. So I do understand why she's as angry as she is. Yeah. You know, I think there was a time when Dylan could have been, like, some things happened over the summer, you know, let's both start fresh and it would have been okay. But the fact that he didn't tell her, I think also implies that it's a bigger deal. They've which already had a things happened, let's start fresh. I know. Like we've already yeah. done this. I know. Okay. Next scene is at Donna's house. David wants to spend the night. Yeah. He says they don't have, they don't have, they don't to, have to sex. They don't have to do anything. They don't have yeah, to do anything. Just, they're just going to sleep in the same bed. Sleep, just sleeping. Yeah. And Donna, Donna's like, fine. And then we have a Donna dream sequence. We do, yeah. I just want to point out too that, that David and Donna choose to sleep fully dressed, fully on dressed top, in their on regular top of the clothes. Covers. Yes, like David's still wearing a giant belt buckle and everything. <laughs> it's not a comfortable way to sleep. Yeah, no. So in this dream, Donna is wearing. It's like not, a, it's a. It's not a wedding dress. It's like a confirmation dress. It is, yes. Yes. Yeah. And she's with all these younger little girls who are yeah. also dressed for confirmation. Yeah. And they are in the video store. They're, they look at the adult section. Then they're in a church. And uh, Father Chris is saying, no matter what you do, God will always love you. And she says, what, what if I have sex with my boyfriend before I'm married? And he says, your mother and father will be disappointed. He, but he does say, yes, God will still love you, but your yes. mother and father will be disappointed. And I was surprised that even in the dream, the pastor was pretty chill. Yeah. And, and like, you know, yeah. the dream got him, got him right. Yeah. He wasn't like, you will burn in hell, which yeah. is what I really thought was going to happen in that dream. <laughs> 
So then she wakes up and she tells it's like three in the morning, but she tells David he's got to go home. Yeah. At the Walsh Which, I house. Mean, I guess Mel and Jackie just don't care where David is. Guess not. Okay. He's out all night. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. At the Walsh house, Rick comes to pick up Brenda for their tour. Yes. She gets Cindy to play along. Well, she tries to, she doesn't want Cindy to, she's like, wait, I want to meet him. And she's like, "Uh uh-uh. And then Cindy sort of like flounces into the scene and is like, hello, I'm Aunt Cindy. (laughs) I wanted more of it. Why would Cindy play along? I have no idea. I really don't think she would do that. No, I don't, I don't think so either. I think it'd be more like, I don't want any part of this, you know? Yeah. But it was kind of funny. So Rick is like, I'm taking you to the best restaurant I know, which the only restaurant any of us know is the Peach Pit. The Peach Pit. Brenda tries not to go in. Not hard enough. No. She should have been like, we're not like, no, eating here. Stop. She had to know she was going to see people she knows oh, in yeah. there. Again, though, she wants to get caught. That's the thing. I think she does. We had a little Willie cameo. Did you notice? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon plays along. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah you're my cousin. Brenda, Brenda says, this is my cousin. <laughs> That's how she says it. It's so bad. Yeah. Uh, it's awful. So yeah, Brandon plays along, and then this is the first Nat scene I've really liked in a long time. Agreed, agreed. I wrote it down, yes. <laughs> he comes up, and he's just like very confused yeah. about what's happening, and then Brandon is finally like, this is my friend, you know, my French cousin, Brenda, and he's yeah. like, oh, right. Matt, Nat's like, oh, Paris, yeah, 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 of yeah, of course, yeah. It was very funny. It was really it's, funny. It's a good back and forth between the two of them. It was really funny. Yep. But this this is what makes Brenda break. Finally, she's like, I'm not French. I'm American. No. I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she leaves. He looks at Brandon and Nat like, what the heck? And Brandon's like, yeah, that's my twin sister. Sorry about that. Yeah. Then she comes back in and apologizes again. And Rick kisses her. Yep. He's fine he with liked, it. He liked Brenda Dubois. But he could fall in love with Brenda Walsh. I guess. Yeah. His if, words. If a woman uh, deceived you in such a way, would you? What would would you be like? Yeah, let's let's go for it. I I mean I don't think as fast as he. It sort of makes sense if she explains the story because he laid it on so thick that he wanted to meet this French beauty and her just sort of playing along for that and then it getting out of hand. I could see him being like, yeah, that's crazy. But to just be like. I don't care at all. I don't need an explanation. <laughs> I love you is uh, a little crazy. I don't know if I could get past that if someone did yeah. that to me. But Well, Kendra, this is a, probably a bad time for me to tell you that I am now and have always been Norwegian. Whoa. And I just didn't know how to tell you. <laughs> I got carried away with it. <laughs> but, you oh. know. All right. Well, we can't I be friends can anymore. For- I hope you can, we can still We can someday. still do the podcast, but we can't be okay. friends. Oh, but like relationship-wise, friend-wise, this is done. Yeah, we're done. Okay. Is that I fair? can live with that. Okay. Like, yeah, that's how All we right, do next... things in Norway. <laughs> next scene is at church. Donna comes in to see Father Chris and says, uh, he says, well, you must be struggling if you're here to, yeah. to talk to me. And she says that she brings up, she just comes right out and says it. Like, yeah. I'm struggling with not having sex with my boyfriend. Yeah. And he, instead of saying, like, sex is bad, don't have sex, he says, your virginity is a gift, and you need to pray on it and decide if you want to give David this gift. Yeah. 
Yeah. And she she takes it a step further and she's like, look, I love him and he loves me. And he's like, wow, that's going to make this decision really hard then. Yeah. He is just so like kind and open yeah. and welcoming, like the way that church should be. Yeah. Uh, and is so rarely portrayed this way, like on TV. So I was really surprised, especially given the topic that he wasn't. Yeah. You know, portrayed as like a just one of those fire, hellfire and brimstone kind of guys. Yeah. So I liked it. I was I was a fan of it. Mm hmm. Okay, so our next scene is at the Walsh home. And Brenda is saying goodbye to Rick. She says she still has a boyfriend. Rick says he still he doesn't want to lose her. They mm-hmm. do some kissing. Not again. Yeah. And he says that he, she better make sure the other guy is worth it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure it is worth it at this point, but No, I don't no, I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't say so. No, no, no. At Donna's house. Uh, David is a little upset that she went and talked to a priest about yeah. uh, this. He says, Doesn't first, he first say Rosie like, yeah, O'Donnell, yeah. now a priest. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Donna says that she's That decided... sounds like the start to a great joke, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, does. it does. Rosie O'Donnell and a priest walked into the peach pit. <laughs> um, Donna says that she's decided she wants to wait until they're out of high school mm-hmm. to have sex. And if yeah, they're still again, together this, like, after high this school. This is like November of senior years, so yeah. it's not that long that she's not that about. long to wait no and she asked david if he can handle kissing and messing around and he says yes <laughs> yes he can. i like that i like the messing around <laughs> still on the table <laughs> where's like, the oh, line you know <laughs> yeah oh my gosh at the hospital brandon is visiting andrea again the police have no leads and she said she's going to be in a wheelchair for a month yeah and they're going to all help her while she's in the mm-hmm. wheelchair Mm-hmm. At Dylan's house, he's drafting a letter on a typewriter. Yeah, to send to the SAT. Yeah, to the SAT board about um, like petitioning. And furthermore, yeah, <laughs> Brenda again says she wants him to take the test. Yeah, again, and they get into a fight, like a full-out fight about it. And finally, she says, or he says, this isn't about the SAT. Um, she says it's about their flings that they had and that yeah. that's why they're fighting. And she says that they mean something. She tells him about Rick, that she mm-hmm. saw Rick. And then she says she thinks they need a break. Yeah. And by break, I think breaking up. Yeah, this one seems a little bit more permanent. But there was I was watching this with my wife and uh, we both really liked the part where Dylan stands up and he's like, if you and she's like, can you just sit down? Yeah. And the the way that she sort of bats away the like dramatic stuff that they've done in the past made the whole thing just seem a little bit more like reasoned and legit yeah. versus like I the, thought it was the... kind of sad. Like they have like a hug and a kiss goodbye and Yeah. Because I think very successfully and honestly I don't know that I can think of another TV series that has managed this as well as this has because they have very successfully like weaned us off I Brenda think so. Dillon. Yeah. And it was like the first season and the second season was all about like how I was can we make so this happen? for it. I yes. wanted them to be together so bad. I know. And now I'm just like, no. Eh. I know, but like and they laid the groundwork here because towards the end, I mean, with all the stuff with her dad started, we were at the time, we were like, are either one of them into it enough to like get through all this? I'm really impressed that they managed to like get us out of this relationship in a way that we're like, yeah, break up for heaven's yeah. sake. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they have they have a tearful goodbye. Yeah. At school, yep. so this is nighttime. 
yeah. Steve and Herbert are breaking into the school. Yeah. They got the password, which is Jester. Jester. They're breaking into the computer. They get in <laughs> and they start changing his grades to B's. <laughs> Herbert is like, these are the worst <laughs> grades I've ever seen. Yeah. Funny. They start changing them to B's and then something happens. They get locked out of the computer. Yeah. Steve tries hitting the computer. Yeah, doesn't, doesn't work. work. Though, does it? No. Um, and Herbert's like, "We need to get out of here." Like, yeah. they they have seen someone. Someone has seen, and we're now locked out of this computer. Yep. yep. Um, last scene is at Kelly's house. Kelly is now sponging the wall. Yeah. So she's painted it. Now she's sponging this uh, texture into it. Jackie again asks her what's wrong, but she says. She says whatever, but then Brenda calls yeah. to say that her and Dylan broke up. So she's talking with Brenda, and she asks if – well, Brenda says, like, he said that he was fooling around with someone, and Kelly mm-hmm. asks if she knows who it was, and she says yeah. no. She uh, says no, and she doesn't care. Yeah. I don't know about that. This, this I think, was, again, a mistake with Kelly. I feel like Kelly should have been like, it was me. Like, this – this is your one opportunity, I yeah. feel like, to have any kind of, like, have it be on your own terms. Because now Kelly's, like, really lying to her, yeah. you know? And yeah. I think, like, Kelly has not told the truth, but this is, like, a overt lie, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. I was hoping Kelly would just be like, I have to come clean about this, but nope. Nope. And while she's talking on the phone with Brenda, Dylan walks in. He, uh, he broke up with Brenda and immediately went over to Kelly's house. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, okay. And we have some, the return of the saxophone playing in the background. Yeah. And Dylan says, I think it's time I started seeing you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And there we go. And Kelly's just all for it. Yep. End of episode. All right. Did you have a 90210 snap? I think, I don't know. There's, there's a couple. Probably Andre being hit by the car. Because I yes, had such, true. I had such a reaction to that. Yeah. Yeah, that that was probably the most shocking. But I think like the most soap opera moment is Dylan showing up at Kelly's house. In the I end. think, yeah, I mean, that's I think second. that I mean, the music, the music right there oh, is telling yeah. you everything that you need oh, to yeah. know. Uh, did you like the episode? I did like this episode. OK, so you think it holds up? I do. I think there's yeah. a lot going on. I mean, I think the I assume we're going to get more about Andrea and the car. Like, are yeah. we going to find out who hit her with the car? I recall that being sort of an ongoing mystery for a while, but it's, you know, it's been a long time. But right. And then we have I, Steve's it, doing all this cheating, and yeah. that's going to come back to bite yeah. him, I'm sure. Well, and you know that this Dylan-Kelly coupling is not going to go well. Mm-mm. You know, I don't they're, think anybody is going to positively They're going to have to, like, what, secretly date? I guess. How would they ever bring that out I, into I the open yeah, without I don't hurting know. every Brenda? I know. I know. Yeah, a long time is how. And even then, I don't think that's cool. I don't mm-hmm. think that's super cool to do. Mm-hmm. But, no. you know, it's going to happen. So I guess uh, I guess there's that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like the episode, too. I think it, it establishes a lot of things that are like the whole David Donna thing is something mm-hmm. that, you know, is, is sort of one of those things that everybody knows about the series, if you, if you know it. Uh, the Andrea, the Andrea car hit was one of the things that I said early on. Some of the most shocking moments, like uh, were in the near future for us. That was one of them. So yeah, I it I was. do think this is good. I I really don't like that Kelly is so like yeah, let's make out because it's not even like Dylan broke up with Brenda. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Brenda broke up with him, and he just gets in the well, car and drives out. to Kelly's house. They don't make out, do they? Do they not? I don't no, they kiss. So. I'm pretty sure they kiss. At the end of this episode? Hold on. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm going to watch right now. Keep talking. Okay. I thought they just, like, looked at each other. No, I think they go right to make it out. All right. Hold on. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Look at them. Yep. Look at there them go. They... <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's happening. You're so right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeesh. Those two. Not even a conversation. Like, I just wish Kelly would have been like, oh, so Brenda dumps you and you come right over here. But nothing. She's just like, yeah, finally, let's do this. I have not liked Dylan's response to any of this the whole time it's been happening. Mm-mm. He keeps putting all the pressure on Kelly and keeps being like, what, you don't want to be with me? Like, he's the one who's making it so they can't be together. At any point, he could have, like, called it with Brenda, but he doesn't. And even here, he doesn't call it. You know, so I just think that's really frustrating and frustrating for her to just go along with it. Yeah, I think she's I think she's going to have some buyer's remorse, don't you think? Yes. I feel like in the coming episode, she's going to be like, mm, let me just she rush into sleep. this. She can't see you clearly. Yeah, it's true. Can't see through her lust for Dylan. Yeah, she's she's blinded by those sideburns. Yep. Is what it is. What are you going to do? As, as far as dealing with the SATs, too, I feel like there are very clear I don't know that you could just accuse someone of cheating with no proof at all. First of all, I don't. He said I don't that really he know. had someone else take the test for him. Yeah, yeah. How do you even that, prove that? Yeah, exactly. You can't. And I feel like the fact that his dad is right there, and and you have to like sign in and out of a jail. I mean, there would be a record that Dylan was at the jail like moments before this. So like, there's proof that he was in that town. There's proof that he left the other one early because you have to sign in and out of the tests too. So it's like, I don't think so. I don't think it's so. A lame. Ev- it's everyone, lame. Brenda, Jim, Miss Teasley, everybody is like, you have to do this. In the book, Brandon is very much like, stand up for yourself and don't. Uh, oh, good. Don't retake this test. But nobody in the episode seems to be on Dylan's side, Mm-mm. though nobody thinks that he cheated either. They're all just like, yeah, just take it again, bro. So I was frustrated by that. That is frustrating. Okay, well, a couple of, a lot of stuff going on in these episodes. A lot of stuff, yes. Once I I actually sat down and finished it, I understood why you were so anxious to record. I know. I was texting you like, I want to watch the next ones. (laughs) We need to record. (laughs) Yeah. Because I'm trying not to watch them until we've recorded so that I don't don't see. It's so hard. And you said you looked at synopses. I, I know. Think I did that. You've already been too. bit by that once. Don't do that. That's I'm against sorry. the rules. I'm sorry. That, that is against the, uh, what is the word for it? It's against the, the nature of the show. Okay. Because you can't know what's coming. All right. Fine. All right. Integrity. That's it. It's against the integrity of the 902 and here we go premise for you to well, Far be ahead. it for me to disrupt the integrity yeah. of the show. Yeah, exactly. Don't be a Steve, you know? <laughs> Outside of the Radio Meanwhile Network, I host the All the Books Show, the official podcast and radio show of the David A. Howe Public Library. You can find it at soundcloud.com slash all the books or anywhere you get your podcasts. What uh, else do you, you do, Kendra? You can find me at missmusicbox.com. I do a lot of crafts, t-shirts, yeah. anything that your little heart desires. So. Getting topical, too. I saw some fancy masks. Yes. Yeah. Got a mask moment. and added some vinyl yeah. to it. So yeah, I like it. Pretty I excited. Like it. I'm going to make Eric a uh, a dinosaur mask. Going to put a dinosaur nice. on it. Little, so a dinosaur or just a footprint? Uh, well, he wanted like a T Rex skeleton. So oh, I see. We're going to go for intense. That. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, check out uh, Kendra. Kendra be crafting. So uh, I, yes, I be. 
<laughs> you can join us next week as we continue our 90210 discussion with episode 313, Rebel with a Cause, mm. and 314, Wild Horses. 9021, here we go. Here we go. Do, 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 do. <laughs>